0: Welcome to the State of Energy, along with Tom Clark, executive director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand Witt, and I am the executive director of my life. I don't even have full control of my life. That's the way things go. Um, and uh, this is the most entertaining and original propane show on the planet, as determined by anyone who's listened to the other shows. Is that a good
1: way to put it, Tom? I, I guess so. I mean, we're listened to in, uh, what do we got here? 300, oh my gosh, this just went away. I'm so sorry. All right, here we are. We're, we're in over 400 cities. 497 cities, 30 5, 35 countries. We're listened to around the world. So, I mean, we're kind of a big deal, right? <laughs> Why well, can't you tell by the blazers we're
0: wearing today? And now, so uh, folks, The State of Energy brings you everything you need to know about an energy source that's clean, truly cares about being clean. And we got some great stuff for you this week. Uh, This is also an abundant energy source, affordable and American, and it's ready for action right now. It's propane. And uh, folks, you can go to thestateofenergy.com and find out all that propane can do for your home, your business, your farm, your fleets of school buses, or any fleet, even forklifts. And there's a great story, Tom, that we were talking about with uh, forklifts that just come out from our friends at PERC. Yeah. Uh, they're reminding material handling professionals to download its Forklift Emissions Fact Sheet. The resource showcases findings from a study conducted by the Gas Technology Institute and the... And uh, basically, it, it talks Nexite. about how propane reduces sulfur oxide emissions by up to 76% compared with
1: electric forklifts. Take that in, folks. Wow, I can't imagine. I mean, come on. This is, we're talking about decarbonizing the world. And the solution that has been put in front of us is electric forklifts. But we now know from this study, well, we've known this for a long time, but the rest of us need some hard print data to verify this stuff. 76% compared to an electric forklift. That's how much you're going to save in 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 SOX emissions.
0: That's huge. Well, and think about that. Even when you scale it up to school buses. Yeah. When you scale it up to school buses yeah. with you know with the basically the
1: cost alone, because what's it cost? About a million dollars for a. Oh my gosh! There, th- so th- those those uh, the electric school bus was a little bit less than that. It was those shuttle buses that they were running the national parks that were a million. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe that a fancy uh screen tv touchscreen tvs on the back of every seat i don't know but they where they went way out of control on the spending on those buses but when you come back to these small engines these forklifts they're they're everywhere these warehouses are all over the place the economy is getting at it again and there's lots of lots of these warehouses and forklifts that are in use and when you have a a new warehouse that pops up and they say we're gonna go with Clean electric forklifts. We need everybody to know and to support clean air in your community and stand up and say, don't put in a dirty electric forklift in this brand new warehouse. Use a fuel that's reliable, affordable, and decarbonizing your, your world one gallon of propane at a time. That's what we need to let everybody know. And it's not, you know, the propane guys, they're like, they're like oh, yeah, we already know this is clean. But it's the general public that doesn't get the, all the true data. All they hear is zero emission forklift. What does that mean exactly? What is a zero emissions <laughs> forklift? Does that even exist? Does this thing run on what, water? <laughs> it's electricity is not zero emissions. And we want to remind folks, you know, we're not
0: enemies of electric, solar, and wind. We agree that they're an integral part of a well-balanced energy plan. But propane is here right now doing all the things that those other sources hope to do someday. And we're just trying to convey that. Yeah,
1: for sure. We know we we know how much power we have to use, right? I yeah. Mean, you have to have electricity. We wouldn't be here today. No, no, we wouldn't be. Um, because you know, there's not a string
0: long enough that we can get between me and California and you and Utah. <laughs> um, so, folks, again, uh, we'd like to thank uh, the folks over at Perk for this information um, on forklifts. And if you want to find out more about what forklifts and what propane and what the state of energy can do for you, go to thestateofenergy.com. Especially if you're looking for a job, yeah. Because if you, yeah, because our friends at uh, FindAPropaneJob there's a link there, or you can just go directly. Um, propane's a growing industry. Well, I think the number what uh, set to grow by fifty billion dollars over the next five years. Fifty billion.
1: Well, look, man. We're, this is clean energy. This is a clean, low carbon energy that's here right now. We're not. It's not a magic. Uh, Energy that we're trying to think that we're going to have in in 20, 30 years from now, like some of these other competing energies say, you know, they have they have all these forecasts that one day, one day we're going to have this cleaner. This is clean now today. And it's been around for a long time, and it's only getting cleaner and cleaner and cleaner as as we keep producing renewable energy, renewable propane, biopropane. All this stuff is being produced right now, and it's only going to get better. So if you want a job, you want a career, and be part of changing the climate, changing the world, one gallon of propane at a time, go to findapropanejob.com, and there's plenty of opportunities out there for you to get into the industry.
0: Is that our new slogan? The whole uh, one gallon of propane at a time? I like it. I didn't know if you just came up with it or if we're going to be putting that. I just,
1: it just came to me. I don't changing know. Changing the
0: world with one gallon of propane at a time. I think we've got a new slogan. There you go. So again, it, please go to thestateofenergy.com. Uh, check out all that information. It's also uh, the great uh, you know, find a propane uh, tool. Basically, you just go in. Uh, there's an icon there. You tap on it. You put in your uh, zip code. And uh, all the places you
1: can get propane around you, simply populate your screen. Find a retailer. No, it doesn't say that. It says where to buy. Sorry. Where to buy. We we really messed that one up. Yeah, see, Tom, Tom, the... Tom took a week off and went biking <laughs> in Utah. And, uh... I did. Oh, it was so fun. Moab. Moab is where it's at. And you know what was weird about being down in Moab? I haven't been to Moab in a long time, but, you know, there's all this talk about, uh, I know this is way off subject, but we're, we're all this talk about, uh, you know, removing the oil wells and the production down in these... Uh, eastern Utah desert area of where Moab is. I'm driving through to the Canyonland National Park and off to the left I see this oil rig that's it was painted nicely with the with the same landscape and uh you know the sandstone colors and it didn't look offensive at all right it was they right. they did a really good job of of making the lands the the oil rig fit in with the landscape I don't know how <laughs> yeah like when they do the like when they
0: do the cell phone towers made of palm trees yeah here in yeah California.
1: so so I was thinking to myself because we went down right as that pipeline got shut down there the the the, the uh, cyber colonial pipeline yeah. on the east Coast and I'm thinking. God bless America. You know we've got this oil right here that we're able to use right now, and people are doing a good job being good stewards of the land to to make sure that we can still enjoy our national parks. But uh, that you know, clean American energy. We we need this for our uh, energy security.
0: Right. And it's energy in, security. I, I, it's actual national security. It's also financial security.
1: And as long as, you know, there's a there's a good balance between the impact on the environment, the impact on the climate, and the financial impact on the people that live here, I mean, this all has to be relevant. We can't just go one crazy direction into an energy source that doesn't produce clean energy yet, which is we're talking about electricity. Right. And, and it goes well with that forklift story.
0: You know what else goes good with uh, electric stories? is Elon Musk, our friend Elon Musk. And, you know, we got all, nothing. We got a lot of respect for Elon. And, for, and we have to give credit where credit is due. He killed it on Saturday Night Live. He did a really great job, I think. <laughs> he did a great job on
1: Saturday Night Live. I
0: didn't see that. It's worth it. Go on YouTube. It's worth it. I'm going to check that He's out. He's good. He's good, man.
1: What, what blows me away about Elon is this whole, this goes right in with the electrification and the clean energy and, and coal. But the other day he sent out a tweet that said he's no longer going to accept Bitcoin or something. Did you see this? Yeah, Do I've you? got the tweet right here. got to tell about this. Um, this is crazy.
0: Okay, here's this is directly from Elon. So take this in. Tesla has suspended vehicle purchases using Bitcoin. Uh, we are concerned about rapidly increasing use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transaction. Wait for it. Especially coal, which has the worst
1: emissions of any fuel. Is this a, is this like a joke? Are we are we on are we on uh, some type of reality show or some, yeah. some blooper show? It's an extended
0: Saturday Night Live skit. He's we're just not all in on it yet.
1: This is nuts. I mean, you're he's he he went in and bought all this Bitcoin and told everybody they can buy Teslas with it. And Tesla is an electric car. Yeah. And and you need electricity to run this car, but but yet you need electricity to mine Bitcoin. And he's w- willing to say that the miner, you're talking about computers, right? These are, right. they're not burning coal to mine the Bitcoin. <laughs> they're burning the coal to make the electricity to mine the Bitcoin. And then, and here we are. Using this Bitcoin to buy a Tesla that runs on the same coal that the Bitcoin was produced with. Like, where, what is going on? This, this sounds like this is just so way out there. Like, man, what are you thinking to say something like that? Ah. I just got to
0: feel that he's got an end game. He's setting up the uh, the chess he's pieces. Set um, up something. Because, like, I mean, in something, I don't know, maybe this is going to be the whole Dogecoin transition. You know, it's just, it's the last, let me just give the last sentence here uh, from his tweet. This is uh, Tesla will not be selling any Bitcoin, and we intend to use it for transaction as soon as mining transitions into a more sustainable energy. We are also looking at other cryptocurrencies that use less than one percent of bitcoin's
1: energy wow teeing it up this is this is so crazy they're just he's just talking about electric power use that's all coal or dirty electricity but yet all these cars that they produce are running off the same dirty electricity this is crazy We'll see. Well, there's more to come for the, on this for sure.
0: Well, and this uh, also kind of uh takes us to uh, the story you sent me from the Energy Information Administration. Um, now, this is an independent statistics and analysis source for us. Their URL is actually eia.gov. This is going to be something that you're going to want to see for yourself because it's it's a long, there's a
1: lot of good information there. And yeah. we're going to, try to. this is a government agency, right? The U.S. Energy Information Administration. This isn't just stuff we found on Twitter. This is <laughs> real <laughs> Real stuff here. <laughs> they cover natural
0: gas, liquid fuels, electricity, coal, renewables, and emissions. And, uh, you know, for me, I know that you've got a, a lot to, to cover here, but going off of what we were just talking about with Elon, this government agency says we expect U.S. coal production to total 582 million short tons in 2021, which is 8% more than in 2020. Now, just so folks understand, the actual weight of the ton differs between countries. And to distinguish between the two tons, the smaller U.S. ton is called short. The larger British ton is called long. And I don't care how many people we have listening right now. Somebody just learned
1: something. (laughs) Wow. So the coal production is going to be going up. Well, because we have to keep producing more electricity. Every time.
0: Yeah. And when all these new cars come out, when GM has all these, whatever they get, 35 new uh, EV vehicles coming out over the next whatever five or years it
1: is. This number is going to keep going up with coal. Everybody is wanting to make all these electric everything. I was hanging out with my brother. He's got some kids, uh, my nephews, and they're all about these electric motorcycles. And I'm like, what in the heck is this? You know, you're driving around these electric dirt bikes. You go down to the trails. There's electric bicycles or electric lawnmowers or electric cars. And to the general public that's buying this, they're like, oh, this is just cool. It's got lots of power and it's, it's uh, you know, I just plug it into the wall. I don't have to buy gas. Well, somebody's, you know, dad's buying the electricity for it. But the point is there's like this, there's this disconnect from the people that are like, we're doing this for clean energy or for clean air. And then there's the other people that are like, oh, I'm just doing it because it's cool. So. The more and more we buy all this electric stuff, we're actually going backwards. And that EIA report basically says the more electricity that we start to consume or continue to consume, the dirtier the world's going to get. And how do you fix that? What's the solution? Wind and solar is not the solution. That's not going to fix any of that. We need a, a more a cleaner way to produce electricity, and all these people are saying, "Oh, and maybe twenty years from now we'll have solar panels on everybody's rooftop." Yeah, ask Tesla how well that's working out. That doesn't last <laughs> very long. I mean, you you got what a twenty year life on those things? It's this just will never. It, you can never produce enough solar to offset all this stuff, and it, it's just amazing that the, the disconnect between the people that are buying these things and the people that are promoting them and using our government's money to subsidize these things, because there's a two different narratives going on. One says clean it. We need clean air. And the other one says we need something cool. Yeah. So what, what you want a cool product that's dirty or you want to, you want to think that you're buying something that's clean. If you were the guy that says I'm buying this because it's clean, you really need to look into it. If you want to buy it because it's cool,
0: that's a whole different story.
1: Yeah, that's a whole different story. You got you got more money than brains, it's fine. But <laughs> if you if, if you want something that's clean, you gotta look elsewhere. And and propane has that clean aspect right now that is also renewable and, and is way cleaner than electricity could ever be. So I know we're not going to have any cool propane dirt bikes and probably not going to have Don't even say such a thing. How do we know? What are you talking about? It, I mean, the reality
0: we got is rockets going into outer space have, fueled by propane. We do have, we do Brian, have rockets.
1: You. You're right. There is some cool stuff going on with propane. Uh, with the rockets. It's a clean, renewable propane that's going into outer space. or
0: Rockets that are going to go into outer space. It's a, The company is Orbex, and the rocket is called Prime. It's a google that. It's good stuff.
1: It's cleaning up, what, 95% of the rocket emissions? I think it's even more.
0: I think it's close to 98, 90. I mean, it's the number is ridiculous. And yeah, they're putting it up later this year. It's going to be going out of uh, Scotland is where they're going to be launching from.
1: Anyway, the point is propane's here. It's already clean. We don't need some new way of making propane. We already have all that. So if you really want to do some change to make some changes to your community, choose propane because it, we already have it. It's affordable and it's here right now. And it's changing the
0: world one, one gallon, gallon at, at a at time. time. You're listening to The State of Energy. My name is Rand DeWitt. That is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. To find out how propane can make your life so much better, go to thestateofenergy.com. Thestateofenergy.com. These Coasts is having a lot of uh, fuel issues this week, in case you haven't heard. Uh, the Colonial Pipeline on the East Coast has been shut down for a few days. We've all been seeing the long lines, people getting fights, a gas station's running out of gas. Um, everything as of right now at this moment has been reactivated uh, and, and the uh, pipeline is running, but it's still going to take probably a week for things to balance out and all the fuel in the on the eastern seaboard to get to the levels that they need it to be. So the people aren't waiting in line for two hours for gas. Yeah. Isn't that. Where's Jimmy Carter?
1: (laughs) It's, it's almost like it's in Georgia. It's like, you know, it's a little payback. He's in the middle of all this in Georgia. Yeah. Gasoline in on the East coast has become the new toilet paper. (laughs) That's good. Tom. Um... My brother lives in Florida and he sent me a picture yesterday and says all the gas pumps are are closed right now at the at his local gas station. That's crazy. You can you can get on you get on the internet and just just search the col- uh, Colonial Pipeline, and you can just see people are panicking. They're worried. Yeah, there's fistfights. There were some fistfights. I, I it was in one of the Carolina states. Lines and lines and lines of people waiting to buy gas, uh, and it's not gonna just because you turn a pipeline back on doesn't mean you're going to get the gas to the gas station right away. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the driver shortage for gasoline anyway. That was that was when they actually had gasoline. Yeah, that was the good old days. <laughs> that was when the it wasn't a gasoline shortage problem. It was the actual truck driver shortage problem. So now we've got this, this actual product shortage. Throw that in with a driver shortage. It's going to be weeks before this comes back. And to reset for folks, in case you haven't heard about this, uh, the Colonial
0: Pipeline uh, was shut down. The FBI says a group of Russian cyber criminals who call themselves Dark Side was behind the disruption, uh, and they've obviously been watching way too much Star Wars. Um, and the pipeline was forced to pause Line's operation after hackers accessed the computer systems of uh, the Colonial Pipeline. Uh, and President Biden says he doesn't think the Russian government is to blame. Oh, Jesus! Of
1: course he doesn't.
0: Has anybody seen what they do to Russian feminist punk bands over there? <laughs> what? I mean, do you think that Vladimir... No, uh, Google that. I can't really... I, I gotta
1: have to, I'm going to have to look that one
0: up. Yeah, just uh, just uh, Google Russian feminist punk bands oh, and boy. you'll understand why I can't give the name. Okay. Um, but is seriously, is, in my opinion, um, does anyone really think that Vladimir Putin is going to allow anyone other than himself to cause an international incident originating from russia yeah i mean he's he's, look i mean there's also video of him skating against the russian national hockey team and they're all falling down like fourth you know fourth graders (laughs) get out of his way so he can score a goal so
1: well the interesting part about this whole thing is it was a cyber attack can shut down a pipeline yeah through the website through their website yeah we're not talking about an actual disruption of the pipeline the physical pipeline is still intact and everything's fine but yeah all all the technology that it takes to monitor these things they, they they shut it down so it just goes to show you you know pipelines are important energy security is super important and resiliency by having another means of being able to operate your vehicles energy diversity diversity there you go so you need you need to have some some type of alternative fuel besides your gasoline if you're a, if you're a police fleet if you're uh, any emergency responder fleet you should have a, a a part of your fleet that runs on propane because you can you can have it delivered to your business to your to your fleet uh shop area and have a have a tank sitting there with your own refueling infrastructure that's all standalone so when something like this happens you don't have to say well nobody's going to be able to drive around and protect everybody today you can have a police fleet that has i don't know what percentage you would want but probably a pretty good a pretty good percentage of your fleet should have a propane powered vehicles on it
0: And hold on, there's somebody saying that they should have uh, police uh, vehicles with windmills on them. So when they go forward,
1: (laughs) it spins, because that's fashionable. (laughs) Well, the electric grid is just at risk as some of these pipelines. We've talked about that in the past, too. And there was some threats uh, last year that we talked about with uh, the electric grid. So if if you think that, oh, I could have gasoline vehicles, I can have some electric vehicles, propane is the real answer to having some diversity in your fleet. So if you And it's clean. Everybody wants to talk about clean. It's cleaner than
0: electricity. How many times do we have to say this? And it's abundant and it doesn't cost nearly as much to
1: produce. And the then and, and then the justice, the economic justice to the rest of the taxpayers, it's we don't we we don't take those big fat tax credits that subsidies subsidies that that all the electric guys are are getting we don't we don't do it i mean look at look at some of the 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 financials for these electric car manufacturers they only made money because of the government subsidies it's true or they sold or they sold their bitcoin i mean that's the only way they made money and again
0: folks we're not anti these other renewables we just need a balanced approach and uh, like, we, like we say, you know, propane is the Cinderella of energy. We're the prettiest one of the bunch, and they don't want us set the ball. <laughs> well, no. Now that we're talking, because where all those subsidies go now? Like, oh, hey, you know what? This propane's uh, more abundant. It's uh, you know, it's uh, it's more affordable. It's right here in America.
1: You know, we can make vehicles that move on it. It's clean, and we don't need all the taxpayers' money to do it.
0: No, we don't. No, we don't. Um I, and folks again we want to uh thank you very much for joining us on the state of energy. Please do go to the There's a ton of great information for you. Um also uh you know we talked about this at the beginning of the show. The propane industry is growing by leaps and bounds. It's going to grow by nearly or more than 50 billion dollars over the next 4 or 5 years. There's a tremendous opportunity if you want to get into a career and uh, and change your life. Uh job.com. And you can find the link on our site as well. Yep, everything
1: everything we talked about today, all these stories. If you want to look into it a little bit more, form your own opinions, we'll have all the links to all our stories right there on the State of Energy. Um, just just you know, open your mind up to alternative fuels. Propane is here; it's in your backyard right now. You can you can buy propane anywhere in the United States right now today, and you could run all sorts of things on propane you can create electricity that would be clean you can run your fleet you can power your 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 forklifts you can heat your home heat your barns heat your business so many different things that can run on propane and it's clean it's here right now
0: that is tom clark executive director with rocky mountain propane association my name is Rand Dewitt, and we're always online at thestateofenergy.com